bitch, and welcome to the FD Low podcast. How you boys doing? Can you even say what? That? What's the Yugoslavian footballs podcast? You got to put itch at the end. Did you know that? Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. I'm good. I'm all the better that someone finally paid that rent of five pounds. So Alex has returned. That's great. Seeing sunlight for the first time in a week was absolutely amazing. I'm glad it didn't come out of my pocket, to be fair. No offense. Yeah, we've got to thank. Oh, none uh, of you came to my rescue. It was uh, someone else, which I thank yeah. you very kindly. Yeah, it was uh, Angelo and Diddley from Blast from the Arsenal podcast. So. Yeah, we've got to thank them for paying that ransom. Um, go check them out. Uh, we'll leave their link on the bottom of this podcast description. I suppose that's the least we can do for, for them giving us our co-host back. It was a high amount of £5 they paid. So thank you very much. Yeah, Very nice. Very nice. Thank you very much. Um, I've already alluded to it, kind of, Jack. I don't think I've given it away, as ever. <laughs> What's this podcast about? <laughs> No, I don't think you're giving it away, no. You said it was Yugoslavia. Um, but what it is, is the top 10 Yugoslavian footballers of all time. Ah, uh, yes, that's it. Result. We're going to do it in different format this time, aren't we? Because it's so hard. and we've basically... Well, enough about that. Yeah. <laughs> I get yeah, I get it done. Um, because it's so hard, as in hard to compile this list, I think we've come up with a new format. Basically quit our, our 9 to 5 jobs this week just to come up with this list and we're still struggling what we've done is we thought to get the 10 top 10 to 1 individually going through it individually sorry we're just going to give the names out and then we're going to help each other get to that final 10 so there'll probably be less debate but we'll come out of a final 10 won't we lads sounds like a plan <laughs> yeah hopefully yeah is a plan right so jack <coughs> tom refers to you as the uh the historian the resident historian i suppose we're going to start with you what names you got in the hat try and pick ones that none of us would pick all right so i've got in terms of names that i don't think any of you would pick so one is vonamir boban um gavmat two up top he, he actually included him in his greatest 11 of, of his lifetime on our 50th episode so that that sort of gives you an idea of how good he was. Um, he, he was in that great Milan side of the early 90s. I mean, arguably, well, they're, they're probably a top five club side of all time. And Boban was in there for quite a few years. He could play, well, he was an attacking mid, but he was sort of a playmaker at the same time. Yeah, he was he was Croatian. Um, but yeah, he, he played for Yugoslavia and Croatia. And he was in that that Croatia team that got to the World Cup semis in 98 as well. Can't argue with that. And I remember that Gav Mack shout. He loves him, doesn't he? He loves a bit of bow yeah. Alex, did yes, you mate. out while you was in, uh, I suppose, in, the, in a difficult place? I think you've got some historic names as well. Yeah, I've got a couple. I mean, I, I kind of missed out. I mean, um, when you said, well, when I suggested Yugoslavian footballers, I kind of thought it was going to be ones that actually played for Yugoslavia. And it was really hard to actually come up with. <clears throat> It, it wasn't clear in the ransom note, to be fair. Oh, to be fair, like I said, I haven't seen sunlight. Lack of food, water, just general hygiene. It's really, yeah, kind of got to me this week. <laughs> However, um, uh, there's a guy called Bernard Vukas. He was, um, in 2000, he was voted by Croatian Football Federation as the best Croatian footballer of all time. He had 59 caps. He was also part of the Yugoslavia team in the 1950 uh FIFA World Cup and the 1954 World Cup. He won two silver medals in the Olympic Games in 1948 and in 1952. His career was associated with uh, Hadjuk's split, but he also played in Italy and Austria. 
I've not heard of him before, but he yeah, he sounds he sounds very accomplished. I did you have? So I've gone for the more modern ones. To be fair, Jack, I'm going to leave the obvious for Tom because we know who his main man is in this list. I'll be very surprised if he doesn't have anyone. Uh, the guy that we're talking about. Um, I'm going to go with the Chelsea boys for this one. Kesman has to be mentioned. One of the best forwards of my lifetime. Had his name in the back of my shirt. Anyone says a bad word about him, I'll contact those people that kidnap Alex and they're going to come for you. Also, <laughs> Ivanovic, man's a fucking monster. Still a monster yeah. now. He's still in the prim. Um, still, he's still got that fucking something about him. They don't want to fuck with him. He, he's like a little giant. He's not even that big, I don't think, but he's just solid. He's wide, isn't he? Yeah, he's just wide. You're right. And he's just people <laughs> to watch Chelsea. Um, Chelsea, just people to Chelsea and that Champions League winning team. Solid, mate. Absolutely solid. Um, obviously, I, I think he got a red card. I remember correctly. I think he missed the final when we won the Champions League. But um, yeah, what a what a player, what a player. And then I'm going to go with one more um, player to mention. He may not get into the top ten, but um, Gemma Mahalovic. Yeah, uh, great free kick, but a dirty ass player, man. Someone yeah. who's probably fam- more famous for spitting than actually playing the game. Um, I've met him. I think he played for Lazio while I was um, mascot in 2003. Um, I'm pretty sure he was in that back line. Um, so yeah. Did he spit at you? Yeah, I spat back, though. Punched him in the nuts. He's done. Ooh, you're odd. It was well odd, mate. Well odd. <laughs> he was a dog at East End. But, um, yeah, that I'm going to leave the rest to you, Tom. That pro- that should leave you open to the easier names to pick. If you miss some out, I'm sure us lads will pick it up anyway. Go on. Well, first of all, I just want to say Kesman was a bit rubbish at Chelsea. And Ivanovic and Ivanovic got dogged by Palace recently against when he was at West Brom. But that's enough about me winding Jordan up. He's about 80. He is. He is about 80. Um, I'm going to go for the obvious one, the one where we're all expecting me to say, Luka Modric. Like, the man is such a great player on the ball. He was actually uh, told by Perez, the Real Madrid president, that he was just as important to that Real Madrid team as Cristiano Ronaldo was. And for me, I don't care... What you guys say, he should be number one on the list, regardless of whoever else you've got on there. And I'm yeah, I've got no, um, I've got no complaints for that. Yeah, he did get most of the assists and build up most of the play for Ronaldo and whatnot to score. Yeah, but so did Mizzle. Yeah, but Modric defends as well. Like he is a good defender. He's a deeper pivot, which makes his more assists a bit more extraordinary. And I'm also going to have his. Probably his un- not his understudy in terms of Croatia, but for Yugoslavia, if we could look at it as a whole, I'm quite an underrated player. I think Panic, who has played for Juventus and I believe one other Italian team. I can't remember what, though. Ro- Roma he played for. It was Roma. Yeah, he basically dictated the midfield. He basically did the Modric role, but more when Modric was at Tottenham rather than Real Madrid. The passes he would make, slipping them through balls in for strikers to score, he really was a good player. Probably not as high as some others on the list, but he definitely needs to be considered at least. I like that you put a Bosnian on there because a lot, a lot of what I found anyway, I don't know if you boys found this same, a lot of the guys were either from Croatia or Serbia. Mm. Oh, sure. Yeah, so it's good that Bosnians would also make the list. Um, it, sort of going on that theme of other countries then, I mean, Slovenia have had two great keepers, Handanovic and more recently Jan Oblak, who I left him off because he's a keeper of mine, but I, I think that's that's because it's the jet rule, isn't it, of, of no keepers. But I think he's definitely in with a shout of, of making it. Um, yeah. 
I be... prefer him to Handanovic personally, but I mean they're, they're probably going to win the league, aren't they, Atleti this year as well, which which will add to that argument. Um, I mean, and, he, and... he's a solid keeper, though, and you know I think this this season or last season I think Chelsea were rumored to be putting like a hundred and twenty million bid. You can't be that shit um, if you're going to be. But I know Chelsea throw, seem to be throwing away money at the moment, willy nilly, but oh, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean. But I mean, for a keeper, you must be decent to. With that price tag, do you know what I mean? Um, wasn't Handanovic part of the Inter Milan team who won the Champions League, or was that a bit before him? No, I think I think he um, I think it was Udinese still at that point. Was but he was. I think he's he's really good at saving penalties as well. Well, that's Toldo. Toldo. Yeah. Or yeah. Julio Cesar and yeah. Inter had a lot of good goalkeepers to be fair oh, that, that way right. Told, told I was way before oh yeah way before but he's still a good goalkeeper like, Inter's have a knack of getting good goalkeepers like Pierluigi you had Toldo Julio Cesar Handanovic there's a lot Steve from the pub all those good Inter Milan keepers um, did anyone mention Zeko? Nah, another Bosnian. I did. Uh, do you know what? I think he was. I, I think he's underrated somewhat. I, and I keep bringing him back to Chelsea, but we wanted him. Conte wanted him. Um, yeah, he got sacked. And I think he done okay at Man City, fair. But he wasn't. Mm. Um, wasn't the standout man because obviously Aguero. Was. I mean, then, to be honest, I feel like he did better than okay at Man City. But the way they were going in the direction they wanted, he didn't suit the direction they wanted. But I did feel he done better than okay. He was great at Wolfsburg, though, weren't he? I mean, yeah. him him and Graffiti, is it Graffiti or Graffiti? That, they had one of the best ever strike partnership for, for that year that they won the league. And that's that's what the boat, Man City want to pay all that money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, um, you missed the boat. That was last week, Jack. Great partnerships. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I really like him. The one thing that sticks out to me is that goal against Chelsea as well. And I, I don't want to keep talking about Chelsea, but it just needs to relate to this to what I'm seeing on this list. <laughs> Seems like Yugoslavian players don't like Chelsea. Um, for that goal in a Champions League, that's for Roma, and he absolutely dealt with it. It was a volley. It was similar to um, Van Persie Man United under that goal. Just watched it come down and boom, whacked it in. Volley, beautiful goal. I think he's a he's a Italian player. He's got. A, I think he's got a shout for being in the top ten. Personally, and the higher, not not. The one to five, I'll probably probably be in the five. Yeah, to I had him, I had him just just in my ten as well. Um, I think yes, it seems a lot of the recent ones are playing in Serie A at the moment, aren't they? Um, it, it used to be well, it used to be like that as well back in the day when when Boban was there. Um, there's another another Yugoslavian that was in the same team, the same sort of time in in the nineties, which was. Dejan Savicevic. Now, I think we probably all agree that Luka Modric was the greatest um, of all, and he's the only Yugoslavian to win a Ballon d'Or. This guy did come second in in '91, and you know when Red Star Belgrade won the European Cup, uh, they they had a lot of talented players, but he was he was sort of seen as probably the best out of a lot of those. So yes, I think Savicevic has has got to be on this. Mihailovic was in that team actually, funnily enough as well. Um, and you know you got the likes of Prozanecki in that team too. So yeah, there, there was a few a few of these players maybe that that are going to make appearances on this list from that. Belgrade side. Yeah, I mean, what, it's interesting what you're saying about you know running up as Ballon d'Or winners. Um, there was a guy in 1990. I can't remember which one it was. Um, but Pedrag Mijasevic or Mijovic, he scored the winning. Yeah, goal. Real Madrid, wasn't it? Yeah, and apparently he was. Uh, he only became. Um, he was runner up to the Ballon d'Or behind um, Ronaldo and Zidane. Yeah, he he was in my he was high on mine as well because he was he was sort of the striker for Madrid before 
before Real really got it going. Yeah, apparently it was their first Champions League win as well. Uh, he scored the winning goal in the Champions League final. Yeah, when first... Casillas was just a kid, wasn't it? Yeah, that's that's quite something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, you, you've got to be pretty good to, to score in the Champions League final. So, um, yeah. And actually, in that same team, there's a guy that's I, I gather is going to feature on all our all our top tens probably quite highly is, is Davo Shuke, who probably better known for his international career than his club career. But mm. yeah, he he did win he did win the Champions League as well. Um, Alex, he had a spell at West Ham, didn't he? And he had a spell at Arsenal as well. That's why he's in top ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's, he's an international cult hero. To yeah, that, especially that chip against Peter Schmeichel. He, he also he's one of the most have, famous. Um, oh, mm. He did actually play for um, Yugoslavia. He got one goal in two appearances for um, the old Yugoslavia. He's also his goal scoring record for the under 21s was quite impressive as well. And then obviously his exploits what he done with Croatia in the '98 World Cup as well. Definitely Golden boot winner, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Has, has anyone got any other any other names, either modern or or sort of further yeah, back? Um, I've, I've got one. Uh, his name was Dragan Zagic. Is that is that yeah? Z- yeah, not, it's not easy, is it? To... I, I can't I can't even pronounce it. Anyway, um, yeah, he's widely considered actually one of the best Yugoslavian footballers of all time. And well, from what I read, many experts actually say he's probably one of the most underrated footballers of all time, just ever. Mm. Um, let me load up his. I had this whole like wiki thing. It was actually pretty cool. He was yeah. To be fair, I'd, I'd not I'd not heard of him um before this, but I. This is probably one of the few guys I did a bit of research on. Yeah, I mean, in terms of individual awards, he's got quite a few. He won the Euros. Uh, he placed on the Ballon d'Or podium, and he's yeah, he got voted best, yeah best ever Yugoslavian when when they did the vote. Um, um, yeah, I mean, what I've um, just picked up, uh, Dragan Zajic, Zajic, I think. Zayic, I don't yeah, think he's ever said, yeah. as perhaps one of the most underrated footballers in European football. Partly because he played in Yugoslavia, he is considered to be one of the greatest left wing. Oh, sorry, I picture left wing in history <coughs> of the game. So excuse me. He played most of his career with uh, Red Star Belgrade. He was capped 85 times by Yugoslavia between 1964 and 1978. He was voted the best player at the European Championships in 1968. Where Yugoslavia finished second behind Italy, and that Italy side was pretty decent. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if if you're winning, if you're winning the best player at a major international tournament, I mean, you're only talking about a few players that have done that on this. I mean, maybe only him and Modric. And the, uh, the very is he never went outside of Yugoslavia to play football. So that's yeah. that's probably why he is. Well, we didn't all know about him either, probably because uh, this is the thing. This is it's quite an interesting topic you've picked, Alex, because. We're probably leaning towards modern modern times, but obviously that 1960s Yugoslavia team was was pretty decent to to be getting to finals and stuff. Um, I think one name we haven't mentioned yet, but I gather we'll get onto is Nemanja Vidic, who for me mm. is, is a top five centre back in in the Premier League history. He's mm. yeah, he was a bit of a monster, wasn't he? Monster. Him and Ferdinand. He was, he, he, yeah, it was him. He was the origin of. He comes from Serbia, he'll effing murder you. Yeah. Literally put his body on the line for anything. Yeah, he was... I think we'll, we'll probably do an episode on, on centre-backs in the future and I'm, I'm sure he's going to he's gonna feature highly on that. I mean, we know all about him. I, some people... I've seen some people on Twitter and stuff say that he's 
he's overrated and he's no good, but I don't know what game they were watching. They can do one. Yeah. I, th- I think with that, I mean, obviously, the, the partnership between um, Anasar, Vidic and Ferdinand was obviously like superb, but the rest of the Man United side were great as well. So I like, you get some people where they turn around and say that he was overrated purely and simply because he played in a good side, which I, I don't agree personally, but I can see why sometimes people do label that across. No, and um, talking of great sides, Jose's Inter 2010 treble winner. They had a certain Serbian in there, Dejan Stankovic. I, I mean, look, he he wasn't he probably wasn't the best of players, but he I I just thought he was a wicked wicked footballer and he was in in, yeah and he 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 played in you know at the top level for ages well it was one of the like best shots i've ever seen yeah Yeah. and that goal against when neuer neuer came out and headed it and he was he volleyed it in off the halfway that's that's what i remember beautiful mother mother me on sunday league mate that's it yeah standard for you there is one player I think we've missed out. Go on, him. A bit unfair. Rakitic, who yeah. was slightly in Modric's shadow, but was still great playing his own right. And I didn't know what I was Yeah, he he played for Barca in an arguably a very good era for them. Even though it was the second part, he still seemed like a good player and a key player. So he, great hair as well. Yeah, another actually as well. I mean, if you can do that, is then Perisic. I mean, if you look in the World Cup, last World Cup, he. He was class. And he's always done well for Inter as well, hasn't he? Even Bayern Munich last season in the Champions League as well, he came on, didn't he? And... Bayern now, isn't he? You're not going to Bayern if you're dead. Or you terrible. have to be Bayern. Yeah. You have yeah, to Bayern. Have you mentioned Mandzukic? Mm. No, no, I don't think anyone has. No, he's underrated. He's, yeah, I mean, I think we're in danger of listing just <laughs> Yugoslavian-related footballers. Um, they're all top players, aren't they? And it, it, it is hard to, it's hard to narrow down at the at the bottom, I think as yeah. always, we we probably we're probably gonna find it easier to to land on maybe our top ten, uh, our top five than six to ten. So, did you want to start at, at the obvious place, number yeah. one? Well, I think we'll agree, Modric is number one uh, yeah. for obvious reasons. Ballon d'Or winner, uh, pivotal to Real Madrid, yeah. and almost led Croatia to a World Cup World Cup in general, really. Mm. Yeah. So that's clear. And I think, for me, Vidic is second. I've, I had Vidic second on mine as well. Zayich as second. I think Zayich has got to be up there as well. Yeah, Yeah, I I think Vidic second, Zayich third. And then Suka, what do you think about Suka? Yeah, I think think he's, again, he's a great, great striker. Um, He's probably quite underrated. And he plays for West Ham, yeah. Arsenal as well, we don't. He was well. We were saying before it started. Like he didn't play at us for long, but he was pretty good for us. Like he had he had a decent record, and that was probably him a little bit past his his peak as well. But yeah, I'm happy with that as as fourth. Doing all right so far. Right, it's probably where it gets complicated. It's normally the way, isn't it? We start right. Yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing will beat the Valentine special. Hmm. Um, Right, so I think we're in a position where we're looking at the likes of me personally. I had all black around this area. I think that's a bit of a push for now. Mm. Uh, Rakitic was mentioned. Mm. I don't know what you guys think. I, I didn't have Rakitic on mine, but I'd, I'd probably have Perisic above Rakitic personally. Really? Yeah, I would just for the impacts. I mean, I think it's a great start in total. They're not. They're not far off. To be fair, they're really. They're really not. I. I don't think there's much in it, but 
I mean, I'm I'll probably lean towards um, either Savicevic or or Mijatovic as, but I, I don't think I don't know. I think Alex mentioned Mijatovic, didn't he? Yeah, I've got um, him. I don't know what you guys think. The re- the reason being, right? Basically, he so you know how that Galacticos era came mm. about, but Real Madrid had a long had a long drought of European success, um, and he he was the one that sort of picked it back up. He scored in that final. Such a massive goal that that really did impact on where Real Madrid went as a club because from there, so he left within a year of that goal, but from there they got like two two European cups in the next three years, and that was sort of the kickstarter for for that really. Um, Would you say it's he, only the goal for Chelsea? The what goal? Sorry, just for the, yeah. oh the goal, goal, goal. Oh, yeah, <laughs> a, li- a, li- a little bit, yeah. Um, and he was very good at Valencia as well. Before he before he got to Real Madrid, he was a one in two guy. He's but yeah, he's basically a one in two guy in the Liga for what about six years. Um, and he was he was almost a one in two guy for Serbia as well. I think I've got a, I've got a tendency to put him over Savicevic just because of um, the fact he played a bit further forward and he got he got Ballon d'Or runner up in in '97 um, to the great R9. I mean, you know, you're not being him, are you? Back back in those days, but yeah, I, I think just for the impact that he had, I'd I'd probably lean towards him over some some others. I think it's a fair argument. Yeah, I'll, no. I'll go, I'd go with that. To be fair, mm. Alex, are you just going to say something? No, I said I'll go with that. I mean, um, I don't really have anything else to. Put. <laughs> No, that's fine. I mean, I think it's a good show. I think the next one, before we go into the likes of Rakitic, etc., I would love to Ivanovic. I know it's, you probably think it's Chelsea bias, but the guys have achieved a lot, to be fair. Do you know, you've got a point. I mean, I, I mm. can't think of a better right back in the Premier League era. Maybe Gary Neville. I think Kyle Walker could hit them level. Yeah. But you, you're talking about someone that is maybe this is Premier League bias, but you're, you're probably talking about a top three right back yeah. over what? A thirty-year span in our league, um, in our league, yeah, maybe. A, and you're missing yeah. some other players like Antonio Valencia. At one point, was really good at right back. Yeah, yeah. but Ivanovic was like oh, he was just a beast, wasn't he? But um, I, mean, I mean, he scored that. He scored that goal in the Europa League where. The last minute goal, I think, against Benfica, where he won the um, Europa League. Um, but then he you've got. He con- contributed to the Champions League. I mean, that, I think he scored two goals versus Napoli when we won 4 mm. 2. Um, you know, he's, he's popped up in some seriously big moments for Chelsea. He's unreal. He, he's one of my favourite. He, he's probably similar. I probably think the same um, good press as probably Aspilicueta does, because Aspilicueta seems to be like the, you know, the most favoritised Chelsea player that's probably ever existed. I, th- I think he was better. I think he was better than Aspilicueta. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was. He was. He was. Um, and he's probably won. One. But you took you talk about big goals. I mean, a guy that wasn't he wasn't initially in my thoughts. I think I forgot about him to be honest. Yeah. But, Mandzukic has scored in a World Cup final, Champions League final, well, multiple Champions League finals. Um, he so he won the Bundesliga as well, didn't? He? Uh, yeah, um, well, yeah, he won it at Bayern, but I think he. Oh, did he? Did he come in a bit later for Wolfsburg? Yeah, I might. I might be getting that mixed up actually with Zeka, but yeah, I mean, he he was good at Wolfsburg. That's that's why Bayern signed him in the first place. Um, he wasn't exactly a goal scorer, was he? Necessarily not. not Bit like, not exactly the same player as Jogba, but you know, good in the air, good defensively, got big goals. Fly teams with goals or other people to get the goals as well. Yeah, I mean, even target man, weren't he? Like it was even, weird. Yeah, 
And Milan have just signed him. So even yeah. at what mid thirties, he's he's still getting he's still getting targeted by top top sides. Could you imagine a strike partnership of Ibrahimovic and Manzuzic? Well, that would be the start partnership, wouldn't it? Well, wow. we're going to see it. Well, to be fair, there's one guy as well that we haven't even mentioned, but you know, like Kolarov, left back. Oh, what a shout! Is he the captain? I think he might be the captain of Serbia. Because obviously there's like goal, uh, free kicks on. Absolutely insane. He left Man City to go and play for AS Roma and I think he went to Inla this year. Per, yeah, I mean, I, the thing is with Kolarov, I think Mihailovic is like a Kolarov on steroids. Like, I, I just think he's a little bit, a little Great. bit better. He's better at free kicks, a little bit more of a bastard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, if I Ivanovic, like quite rightly, um, no credibility. Then you obviously got to look at the other side where Kolarov played the left back. I don't think it's the same. I mean, not- if Kolarov was that good, then he would have he would have matched Ivanovic legacy. And I don't think he's done that. And mm. just with the same position, like on the opposite side, I don't think it means he can get in. I think he is a good shot though. I didn't, didn't even think about him. This. I didn't yeah. think about. I wasn't thinking he was even Yugoslavian. I don't think. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean. Look, I think Ivanovic is a good shout, but I just can't. If you said to me Ivanovic is better than Mandzukic, yeah. it just sounds a bit weird. Yeah. To say that I don't know if I'm yeah. explaining that right, but it just it just doesn't it's sound it. right. But that's this is my point. I don't think he's 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 not a favourite. Like for instance, if I was to say to an average person, you know, who do you prefer, Aspilicueta or Ivanovic? If you're not a Chelsea fan, they'll probably say Aspilicueta because of the amount of hype he's had. Um, I I no. I'd... I'd, I'd probably say that people would say Ivanovic. I see where you're coming from, though. I mean, um, obviously, because defenders at the end of the day don't really get a lot of um, credibility. Yeah, yeah, as much as what Jack's saying as a, a more forward player. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It's hard one, man. Um, I would say Ivanovic at seven would be fair. Okay. Because it's my Chelsea bias, to be fair. I mean, Mandzukic is a good player. He's a great player. I mean, put it down. Who's won more? Uh, Mandzukic would have won more because he was at Juventus as well. So he would have wrapped up a few league titles there. Bayern, he would have won um, the two years that he was there. Yeah. Okay, go on. Mandzukic, put him there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Oh, has to be around. Yeah, so we put him. So we've got Modric one, Vidic two, Zayic three, Suker four, Miatovic five, Mandzukic six, Ivanovic seven. Perfect. I think it's got to be between Rakitic and Perisic for eight and That's nine. Sorry. I, so I, I think you need to put in in this top ten one of the Milan boy, whether it's whether it's um Savicevic or. Or Boban. Can I make the point for Slavon Bilic very quickly? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so obviously in 1998, World Cup, Croatia got to the semi-finals. They were the biggest uh, surprise package. Uh, Bilic was centre half at the time in that team. Also, if you look at when he was actually manager of the Croatian team, he bought through the likes of Modric or the likes of Perisic, and the likes of um, Rakitic. And they all came through that generation or Bilic when he was the troll. Um, yeah, so, no. If it was if it him, was top Yugoslavian managers, he. Definitely be on the list. <laughs> Definitely be number one. Uh, but if you look at his playing career as well, you know, that's what I'm trying to say. I think that what he's done in total is better than deserves to be in the top 10. That's all I'm saying. I think Bilic deserves to be on this list more than some others that we've mentioned, but I don't think he beats some of the other names on the list. In, no, in that same 
same in that same it? Croatian '98. I mean, you've got you've got Boban in there as well, and he. I mean, he won the European Cup. He didn't play for West Ham, did he? <laughs> I don't think he played for West Ham. No, that that is a pinnacle, mate. No? That is a point, but. Uh... He did, play for, he did play for AC Milan, and I mean, he got yeah. He he was a mainstay, really. Did he play guitar? He so. was a player, mate, mate. Yeah, he, he was a player, mate. He he was in that Milan side for like eight years or something, from like Capello to when they weren't as good in the in the mid nineties. But he he was always he was always there. Um, I mean, and then you've either got him or probably. Probably my choice out of the two Milan guys would be Savicevic, who, again, he was in the Milan team um, that won a European Cup. He also won a European Cup at that in that Red Star Belgrade team. I, I think I said earlier, didn't I? He was probably seen as the main player in that team. And he's one of the few players to, to place on the Ballon d'Or. So his career, probably, he missed a lot of games from injury. It probably wasn't as long as, as it should have been. But I think his peak was very, very high. And I prefer Boban. Um... I just like his style of playing more. I, I personally, I think he was quite a nifty. To, to be honest, Jack, he looks a bit like you. To be fair, <laughs> nowadays. Um, but um, Boban on the list. Boban on the list. He looks like Jack. Boban on the list. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think he he was quite a nifty little player. Like I said, player make someone who can faint in and out and release that ball at a perfect time. Now, did he win the Champions League? I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, one, yeah, and he was yeah he was with Bilic in that. Croatia team. So he's done. He's done a bit, and he's obviously played for that AC Milan team um, with the likes of Baresi, Maldini. I think he's someone you can't not have on the list. To be honest, I feel a bit bad having him this high. To be honest, uh, low. Keep getting it in terms of the number. Um, so I'd want him next. We're gonna put him anyway. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the other thing is we haven't. We've other than Davos Suke, they're all ending in itch at the moment. So it's good to get a bit of variety in there. Exactly, diversification. Well, then, eight, I'm happy with that. Beautiful. I do feel like we are at that point now where it's either Rakitic or Perisic for me and Alex keep going over, or a goal yeah. that we need to have on. Because I think I think Oblak probably over Handanovic. Well, I mean, we don't actually have to have a goalkeeper. We can just put Billy's in, you know, save everyone. Should we, yeah, should we? Should we? Um, <laughs> I think with um, with Oblak, it's a bit of a cop out. We do we do do this sometimes, don't we? We say, oh, they're not in it yet. They will get in it when they retire. Uh, uh, I'm going to pull <laughs> that card. I'm going to pull that card out again and say Oblak um, will be in it, but let's just rule him out for now. He's what, 27, 28 years old. I agree. He's, he's, he's not actually he's not actually won anything yet. Has mm. he not? Well, he won. He won the Europa League. He won the Europa League. Yeah, he has won something. That's the thing with Atletico Madrid, isn't it? They get a lot of credit for not doing much. (laughs) Courtois was the keeper. No, Courtois was the keeper. Then he left and Oblak took over. He's been great. Uh, But, like, you know, he's... Yeah, he will, hopefully, when when La Liga this year. They're, at the time of recording, I think they're about seven or eight points clear. So I you'd like to think... to be the nearly men, or like the Tottenham of La Liga, in a way. Yeah. No one like, but more people like Atletico. No yeah, like you. Atleti, Atleti. It's Atleti, at Atletico Madrid. Hey, listen, been there. Yeah. <laughs> been told, the told by the Spaniard himself. Worn a T-shirt, almost. <laughs> Um, I'm happy to put um, yeah Perisic and, and Rakitic 
as as the final two because they've both been they've both been great for like you yeah. know seven or eight years. Yeah, I, I suppose you can say Savicevic reached a higher level, but he he did. I think we're doing really massive disservice. So. You got to look at, I mean, Perisic and Rakitic brought through by it. What does Billich do other than play for West Ham? Because I swear, about like they bring through Modric, Perisic, Rakitic, Mandzukic. That's as a manager, he went into Croatia when Croatia were absolutely nothing and brought through these players, getting them playing for the national team. Just a manager, giving them ten years of of success. England, Wembley as well. That's as a manager, not a player, though. If he was manager, I'd be well up on your case saying yes. Yeah, he, so would be but he was got to the semi-finals of the World Cup in 1998 when Croatia weren't expected to. Yeah, but yeah, Rakitic got to the final, up. as did Perisic. Yeah. England got to the semi-finals, but you know when we done the England one, we didn't put any of the 2018 team in. It was a factor. Exactly. Right, so you said that Kane, Kane probably could get there, but we didn't actually put him in. And that's why I probably won't put Billich in. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that point, Alex. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, yeah, good point. Good you guys point. are talking about oh, right, right, fine, fine. Well, the thing oh, is, no, Alex, I tried, mate. Alex, I tried. I've, I've just looked it up. Billich only played for you for like a year. So why are you so. It doesn't matter. I mean, that's why I'm so I'm, loyal to Bakio. I'm as irrelevant. To be fair, I think Alex has got a point with how good he was as a manager. I think he was absolutely brilliant, especially when he went to West Ham as a manager. How about, can we can we create like an honourable manager's list? You can have a West Ham list quickly. You can have a West Ham list. Put Suka in it, put Bilic in it, anyone else in it. I don't think we have. <laughs> Yarmolenko? No, no, that's a Soviet Union. Union. Oh. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about Bilic. Are we doing uh, Rakitic and Perisic in? It's between I, those two. I tell you what's marginal. The problem is positioning because I feel like Perisic has got a bit more effect in the final third, whereas the mid middle third would be more Rakitic, so it's difficult because they play on different parts of the pitch, each very equally well. But I well, will concede Perisic above Rakitic. Yeah, I think you alluded to it earlier on, Tom. I think he's in the shadow of like Modric, Rakitic, mm. which doesn't help. And I think, to be honest, I think he's doing a lot better at Seville now, isn't he? Um, but it's sort of like a bigger fish in a smaller pond, because at Barcelona, he was seen as probably may have been seen as like Barca's Modric. But when you've got people like Iniesta and Xavi, do you really need yeah. Barca's Modric? That's the problem with him. He's always been in the shadow of other players, really, hasn't he? Mm. Um, he's not really been the main guy where he is. Well, now he's at Sevilla, yeah. which is why he looks very good, which is, he is a very, very good player. Whereas Perisic, he still stands out slightly at Inter. I'm not sure if he stands out at Bayern because he seems to be coming off the bench a lot from when I've seen. Yeah. Uh, I think he started when someone's going in. Whereas I feel like Rakitic, even though he's in other people's shadows, he was quite a regular player for Barcelona. It's, I think it's literally margins, but I will concede because he's so effective in the final third that Perisic can be above Rakitic. Yeah. I think we've got our list, boys. Done it again. Yeah. Done it nice. again. We can be nice. I think Valentine was kind of stretched over to this week, lad. Um, Not quite, yeah. but yeah. Alex, I mean, I, we might be feeling love a little bit. You can have a number 11 for Billich if you want. No, we'll leave it at top 10. We can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> Is what is, isn't it? Getting to a World Cup final and not winning it is evidently um, better than changing the whole country's football. But yeah. As a manager. This whole like, reason they got to the World Cup final was because of Billich. But yeah, right, it's uh, 
I he was the punditry on that week. I was watching him. He was there on the punditry. That whole World Cup on our TV. See how proud he was. Do you know what I mean? That was his boys. Yeah. He created him. He's a lovely bloke. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, <laughs> boys, thank you. Right, Jack, why don't we wrap up the list? Give us the 10 to 1. So we've got Rakitic at 10, Perisic at 9, Boban at 8, Ivanovic at 7, Mandzukic at 6. Miatovic at five, Shukar at four, Zayic at three, Vidic at two, Modric at one, and an honourable manager shout of Slavon Bilic. And an honourable tennis shout of Novak Djokovic. What a list, lads. Well done. Indeed. Indeed, indeed, indeed. I think it's, um, it's a hard one, but teamwork makes a dream up, boys. Jack. Next week, what is the episode? Over the next week or so, we've got a couple of feature sessions coming out. I won't say too much, but keep your eyes peeled. Oh, mystery, mystery. I like it. Cool. All right. Um, thanks, boys. Make sure you check us out on social media. That's at FTLog Podcast. Give us a five-star rating, Apple Podcast. And remember, as always, keep it FTLog. See you next week for another For the Love of List segment. Remember to follow our Twitter at FTLOL Podcast and to like, comment and subscribe.